Parshas Bereshis, <clears throat> one thing I was wondering about this year was um, what, why is it that we name after Chava? I mean, what do we know about Chava? All the terrible reports about her is, all, is basically all we know about her. And she herself listened to the Nachash. She ate from the Eitz Hadas and then she gave it and gave it to Adam Arishan to eat and caused him to sin as well. So it doesn't sound that positive. Why, why would we name after her? Um, and in addition, I mean, we do name after Adam Arishan as well, but that's much less common. Chava is a much more common name than Adam Arishan. Um, and Adam Rishon, we have in the sources, Chazal tell us that Adam Rishon did tshuva. Did Chava do tshuva? Not, not, it's not clear in Chazal. And I saw online, I saw a woman whose name was Chava asking a Rav, like, can you explain to me, what am I supposed to think about my name? How am I supposed to relate to, so to speak, the person I'm named after? Because there isn't anybody else in Chazal, in Tanakh, I mean, whose name is Chava. We are named, then that name is based on Chava, the, 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 the wife of Adam Rishon. <clears throat> so I found that there's actually quite a discussion about whether Chava did or didn't do tshuva and, and there are a number of sources many sources actually that Chava indeed did do tshuva uh, the primary one primary source who says it very interestingly is that she we know that women were awarded three mitzvahs to atone for the sin of Chava. They were awarded the mitzvah of Nida, of Hadlakas Haner, of Shabbos, and the mitzvah of, of Hafrash's Chala, of taking Chala. And one of the Mepharshim, very early Mepharshim, on the Agada parts of the Gemara, uh, called the Yaakov, and another one on Medrash, called Yufei, uh, Yufei Mara, they both ask, that's like Chaytei Niskar, that's a uh, that, that, that's the person who, who sinned is now getting awarded for sinning? Well, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you get a mitzvah for sinning? Well, how is that right? How is that just? So they explained that she, Chava, did tshuva me'ava. She did tshuva out of love. She wanted to come close to Hashem. She wanted to rebuild the connection. She wanted to restore the relationship that she had with Hashem. And she did true, true tshuva me'ava. And as a result, we know that when someone does tshuva me'ava, not only does the sin get wiped away, and that person can then reconnect and re, re, they don't have the sin as an impediment from, from uh, preventing them from connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But not only that, but she then, they become schuyas, they become merits, right? The various become a, a schus, they become a reward. And in this case, the reward was that she got three mitzvahs, that all women have now gotten three mitzvahs, and through those mitzvahs, they've gotten a new opportunity, which they didn't have previously, to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and bring greater kedusha and greater purity to the world. And in fact, when you think of it that way, it makes you wonder, then why then is it that Chava, or women, got three mitzvahs as a reward or to, to further their atonement for the sin? Why didn't Adam Rishon, who we know did tshuva, why didn't he get any mitzvah to help him, so to speak, atone for his sin? And here's where we find a fascinating thing, and I was really, this was really something special, was that Adam Rishon and Chava approached tshuva in a very different way. Actually, you would say, uh, essentially as different as a man is than a woman. <laughs> That's how different their approach to tshuva was. Uh, Adam Rishon atoned for his sin. Uh, Chazal explained, he separated from Chava for 130 years. 
So for 130 years, he was alone. He had, uh, he, he, he brought upon himself isolation. He distanced himself, he withdrew, and he denied himself the companionship and the closeness he could have had with Chava. And he only returned after 130 years only because he was given rebuke by his great-great-great-grandson, Lamech, who he was giving him rebuke, and he just put it back to him. He says, why did you separate from Chava? And at that point, he returned to her. So his form of repentance, his form of atonement was to withdraw, to, to be, you know, have uh, extreme introspection in isolation in order to do tshuva, which is definitely a form of tshuva. But the Medrash of Mishlai says that Chava took a very, very different approach to her tshuva. It says... Uh, it's learning a Pashtik in Mishlei. It says, Isha Ksilos Zuchava, a woman who, who was foolish, was Chava. But Maxivachrov, what does it say later? The Yashvila Pesach Besa. She sat at the opening, at the doorway of her home, Likrela Everderach, and she called out to all people that were passing by, Hamiyashrim Archaisam, to straighten their paths. Malamed, it teaches us, she, she then began to teach all generations how to do tshuva. Amrish, she said, praise this one who is straight, his path, his path is straight to begin with. And he doesn't sin the way I sinned. And woe is to the one who did not go straight and did veer from the path and is, will be found guilty the way I was found guilty and doesn't do tshuva. Me, pesi, yasur, heina. So whoever is so foolish, come here. I will teach them. And whoever, is, whoever lacks the sense to understand to do tshuva, should learn from me that I tried to, I thought I could fool HaKadosh Baruch Hu and I can fool Adam Arishan. And it was sweet at the time, but it was bitter in the end. Like it says, Mayim Gnuvim Yimtaku. So Chava's approach was the exact opposite of Adam Arishan. She communicated her sin. She communicated her sin to everybody and thus taught tshuva to all future generations. Don't sin like I did. And if you do, make sure to repent and straighten your path. Don't stray into the bitter end of a sinner. So Adam withdrew and Chava communicated. Classic, right? Man, woman. It was a, it was a classic approach to, to tshuva, the difference between what, what, what is always the difference between a man and a woman. And the Chsam Sefer, this is also amazing, he remarks that Chava was only given the name Chava just after she sinned. Not before. She was given the name Chava after the whole story of the Eitz Hadas. The Pasuk says, Adam Shem Chava. Adam called the name of his wife Chava, because she was the mother of all life. So the Chassam Seifer in his drashas, he asks, he says, now you're calling her the mother of all life? She just brought death upon everybody. If not for her, everybody would have lived forever, and she just brought death upon everybody. How could you call her Chava after the sin of Eitz So he explains, no, he says, if she would not have sinned, true, everybody would have lived. But then it was just a matter of time. Someone would have sinned, and that may have brought death upon themselves or upon the whole generation. Look at the Darham Abel. They nearly wiped out the whole world with their sin, and that was after Chava. So that, that was just something that was going to eventually happen. What Chava did was the opposite, he said. She sinned, but then she did tshuva. And through doing tshuva, she demonstrated to the world that yes, you can sin, but you can repent and you will live. HaKadosh Baruch Hu granted her a thousand years of life as a result of her sinning and repenting. So she brought life to all future generations through demonstrating that sinning is not the end of the story. Don't give up. Don't give in to your sin. Allow yourself to repent and come back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and with that you'll merit life. So she became the Aim Kolchai after doing tshuva. The name Chava represents what she taught all future, future generations about tshuva. And that, I think, is 
But now it makes so much sense that Chava is a name that we specifically give, and it's so commonly given, because it represents the life of Chava, not before her sin, as Adam Rishon's name was given to him before he sinned. Chava was the name given to her after she sinned, and did tshuva, and thus taught life to all future generations. And perhaps that may be the reason why uh, Chava, specifically, and all women, merited these special three mitzvahs, which give women the opportunity to bring even greater purity to the world through Nida, and greater holiness and elevation through the mitzvah of Shabbos, Hadlaksner Shabbos, and Afrashas Chala, on a constant basis. Have a good night and a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you.